0: Today we celebrate the 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time. In our gospel today, you know, we hear about a banquet. And I think it's kind of interesting when you think about what having a banquet was like in Jesus' day. You know, when you consider there's no refrigeration. So, whatever they prepare... It's going to be eaten, and if in fact people don't show up or whatever, well, you're going to have a problem because you can't keep it. And that's one of the reasons why they would have banquets if they slaughtered a calf or a, a, a sheep or a goat or whatever it might be. You had to have enough people to eat it all because there's there's no leftovers. Of course, that's good news and bad news at my house. I kind of like leftovers. But in Jesus' day, it was different. It was different. You know, it, you think in, in terms of uh, where they would have a meal like this, a banquet. You know, in our modern day, I mean, most of us have a kitchen with a nice big table or maybe a dining room. In Jesus' day they were one room houses. There was no room really to have a banquet per se. So they would either have it on the roof or maybe in a courtyard, or if it was a large banquet, they might even in a small time block off a street, or maybe the you know the, the center of town, you know, they might have the whole thing all done. But having a banquet in Jesus' day, well, it was a big deal. You had to have land and labor because you got to have some place for everybody to go and the labor is something that you know we, again, don't think too much about because it's easy for us today by comparison. It was a big deal. And there was a lot of uh, symbolic displays at these banquets. You think in terms of first of all who you would invite and of course family friends of course you'd have them but you know you might have somebody of prominence and you want people to see who you invited and you want that person sitting up front so everybody can see gee he knows so and so, wow, that's and he came, wow the displays of these Events was really kind of a well an issue certainly for Jesus and he talked about that in the gospel but you know the reality is that a large feast requires a lot of work and I, I know at my house when we have a lot of people over it's like uh, you don't do that just you know willy nilly you plan you got all the food coming and all that and there's a lot of prep time, a lot of time to, to get things ready. And you remember the story about Martha and Mary, you know, Martha was over there working hard, trying to get everything ready, and Mary's over there sitting at Jesus' feet and going, What? Get in here, you know, but, you know. Jesus said, Yes, but she's taking the better part. I'm sure Mary, Martha was sitting there going, mm, Boy, she's going to get hers. But it is about that. Banquets were a big deal. And there were a few houses that could hold them, and the host family would certainly give those places of prominence to their, the most important guest. And it was not just a matter of uh, showing off. But it demonstrated their social connectedness, who they knew. And the places that were prominent, of course, would be, you know, like, you know, here today, you know, you'd have Monsignor Norb or Maybe, you know, Father Samuel. You know, if you invite a deacon, you're going, is that all you got? You know, happens all the time. Right? But there's a certain amount of reciprocity that is expected when you have a banquet like that. And the relatives invite other family members in establishing a, a strength. These ties between family members were all kind of established through these banquets. And you're, sometimes you think about... How far down the line, you know? Well, it depends on who the relative is. And if he's somebody of importance, you may go, you know, five generations of, oh, here, yeah, we're related, you know, seven generations removed, but hey, you know, we're related. So you invite them over. And yes, there is this whole thing about reciprocity. I invite you, you know, remember me when you have your big event. And interesting, again, it, it speaks of a... Elite culture. It speaks about, um, well, who you invite. A royal official, or maybe a military uh, official, or uh, maybe, you know, somebody with the church, or some dignitary, some rich guy, you know, who knows. But whoever that person is, you're going to give them a place of honor. With, again, that reciprocity in mind. You think in terms of if they had some royal official just with the prospect that you might be invited to some royal event wow would that be a that'd be a real payoff right Jesus participated in many of these feasts and you know the whole feasting culture uh, with the important guest well he was the important guest and as it said in today's Gospel. how people were watching him. You know, they didn't really, because they were, of course, they were watching and judging him, a little different situation than probably what he would like, but he would use those opportunities to evangelize. Now, I've got your attention. Let me tell you the gospel. Let me tell you what you really need to hear. Of course, Jesus also knew the culture and some of the well problems you know this whole thing about reciprocity and who you invite and then how people would kinda jockey around trying to get that best seat you know that's uh, you know, a little trivial but back then you know that was their social media they didn't have computers where they're gonna try and make connections no they're gonna do that at that banquet you think in terms of opportunities, it is an opportunity for great generosity as well. They could invite the poor, the lame, the you know, the people in need. And sometimes that happened, but more often than not, well, it was an opportunity to have either some kind of a social or political gain, a connection that you might make. And that was kind of the whole point of it all. Both guests and hosts, The banquets are opportunities to see and be seen. You're going to be able to see people you would not normally see and maybe be seen by them. So in an era of today, we think about banquets. None of these things come to mind, really. I mean, if you'd invite somebody over to your house, who'd know? You know, they might see him walk in, but who knew? But back then, because everything was so open, people would know automatically who is there. But today, not so much. These things don't apply in our world for having a banquet and who you invite because it just it just isn't real for us. Something that that is real though is time. You know, like you couldn't save any food. Well, every day we're given one thousand four hundred and forty minutes and of course a portion of that time is going to be you know covering your expenses taking care of the family doing laundry doing this doing that all of those things have to be done for sure but part of that time could be used to do God's work reaching out to those who are without food those who are without uh, friends And we think in terms of those who are in nursing homes, hospitals, not that you would invite them over to your house maybe, but to visit them, taking the time to be there in their suffering. How important that is to the person who's suffering. It is just monumental. They may not even remember your name, but they they know you're there. Nobody else came to visit me. But there you are. Opportunity. An opportunity to use God's time to bring glory to God. And it doesn't hurt on the final the final game. You know, when all those things that we do, well, those are the things that God remembers real well. Jesus' instruction spent them on... People who cannot repay. I mean, that whole idea of reciprocity should never come into play. We should really be looking for people that we can visit, people that we can help, and not even thinking about repayment because that's our gift to them. Because we've been blessed by God in whatever way and we can share our time, our talent, our treasure, Then that's what God's looking for. Today, as we come to the altar to receive the body and blood of Christ, let us pray for the wisdom and the insight to appreciate those who might appreciate a visit, some of your time and some of your talent. Together we profess our faith. I believe in one God. Father Almighty. of heaven and earth.